Thank you very much, Paul. And uh, since th this podcast also, I wanted to come with practical advice for for our listeners, especially the, the new generation of pharmacists, the students and recent graduates. Um, I, I want to ask you about your favorite pieces of advice that you have for our audience. Now, in, in light of your years of experience in advocacy as a community pharmacy owner, as a, a catalyst for change and the improvement of uh, pharmacy practice in Australia, what advice would you, would you give your, your younger self? Um, well, looking back, my younger self, and that was a while ago now, but um, it's always good to to look back and and I uh, and I think um, as you have experience uh, within a profession, you should look to share that and uh, and mentor younger pharmacists wherever you can. Um, I think the first thing I would say is that pharmacy is generally a very regulated profession, um, and it's regulated because we are not dealing with ordinary items of commerce. We are dealing with very potent medications uh, that can cause harm and should be treated, um, you know, with absolute respect. So that um, in most countries there are regulations uh, regarding the practice of pharmacy. Always adhere to the regulations and the legislation um, that um, is structured around our profession. Um, too many pharmacists find themselves in trouble because they don't understand the regulations and the legislation. So the first key a bit of information for younger pharmacists um, is know the regulations, know the legislation and follow them. The second piece of, um, of uh, advice I would give young pharmacists is strive to be the very best pharmacist you can be. Um, as I said earlier, there are enormous opportunities in front of us and on the horizon uh, for pharmacists going forward. Um, I think the next five or 10 years, we'll see many, many changes within our profession. And the younger pharmacists will be those best skilled to take advantage of those changes. So I would challenge every younger pharmacist to be the best pharmacist they can be. Embrace the notion of scope of practice, um, expansion, seek to do more, and seek to do more in the field of pharmaceutical care. Pharmacists can make such a difference to patient outcomes. And as we're allowed to do more, we will actually make a greater difference. And the other thing that I would suggest, just as um, advice looking backwards, is encourage those around you. Um, it's always good to have a strong professional network. So uh, whether it be your cohort from university or whether it be um, a young pharmacist group within your local professional association, but always uh, maintain and try and grow a network of um, like-minded professionals around you. Uh, they will be enormous support for you going forward. Um, and there is nothing better than having um, someone that you can talk to, particularly um, if there is um, issues that you need to discuss. So I think um, they're probably the, the three things. But, um, and, and of course, um, you know, um, I've derived enormous pleasure from the practice of pharmacy. I think it's a, um, uh, we're, very, we're very blessed to be pharmacists. Um, and I think it's, uh, it's, it still remains um, and will be um, uh, a, a profession full of opportunity and just position yourself to take the best professional um, opportunities you can and to practice at the highest possible levels you can and you will derive enormous satisfaction seeing the, uh, seeing the outcomes and the health outcomes that you will deliver for your patients. I love that. I love that, Paul. Thank you very much for this advice.
Uh, now, if we have those who are willing to embark on a journey that's similar to yours within uh, pharmacy advocacy, within uh, pharmacy uh, organizations, and want to drive uh, such a positive change, whether that be locally or globally, uh, what would you say to them, uh, some uh, precious pieces of advice? I think, Hamza, the best piece of advice um, I ever got, and I saw it in action, was that if you are dealing with policymakers or you're dealing with um, politicians um, and you are trying to advocate for your profession, it is always best if those people you are talking to understand what you do. And um, the best strategy that I saw in that regard was that um, every pharmacist should ask their local politician to come and have two or three hours in your shoes, in your pharmacy, so they see all the things that you do. They may not be aware that you provide uh, medicine packs for patients. They may not be aware um, that um, you have uh, a stage supply for patients or you have a, an opioid replacement therapy program or that you have medicine review programs or that you provide a full range of vaccines. But it's one thing to tell people what you do but if you can if you can ask them to come to your pharmacy so they can see what you can do, then all of a sudden there's a good chance that they will become strong advocates for what you're doing. Um, and that was probably the most effective piece of strategy in advocacy um, that um, I saw happen. And not only did it work, but the people who you invite to be in your shoes for a few hours um, got um, a much clearer understanding of, um, of who you are and what you do, and they appreciate that very much. So that's, that's probably uh, the key piece of advice. And always treat those people that you are dealing with at various levels of government, uh, at, at various levels within um, health bureaucracies, always treat them with respect. That's, uh, that's a very, very wise advice, Paul. And I believe this has, has been a catalyst in uh, in your years in advocating for the expansion of pharmacist role. And this will certainly be helpful for so many of us, not only with dealing with policymakers, but with uh, other people outside of our profession that we will need to deal with. Um, it's, uh, it's certainly a gem uh, when it comes to dealing with people. Now, uh, the last one, since we, we all know the pharmacy has has a lot of opportunities, it has a lot of career options, and in light of these opportunities, there are uh, some from the new generation or the recent graduates who may feel uh, lost or lack direction on which career path is the one that they will uh, pursue or the one that's most in line with their aspirations. Now, what's, what's your message for those to help them in this process to hopefully pursue uh, the most suitable career option to them? Well, there is, there is significant opportunity within the field of pharmacy, um, whether that be pharmaceutical science, pharmacy practice, or pharmacy education. Um, some people um, will feel more comfortable in, the, in, in academia, um, and they may progress studies and, um, and proceed with an academic career. Um, my advice would be that um, if you're not sure where uh, you think you would best fit within the pharmacy or the pharmaceutical landscape, whether that be in a community pharmacy or working with a drug firm or working in industrial pharmacy, 
just be prepared to try a number of options uh, because um, it may not be, your first choice may not be the choice that you engage for life, but be prepared um, if you feel that um, you'd like the challenge of a purely clinical experience, then hospital pharmacy may be where you prefer to be. But um, always keep your options open um, and always be prepared um, to try something else if what you try at first um, isn't um, exactly as you imagined it or wasn't as satisfying as you want it to be. But there are there are multiple options within the profession of pharmacy. And don't be discouraged if your first choice may not be the one that you think will, um, uh, which will sustain you for your career. Because there are many other choices. Talk to your friends. Um, talk to them about their experiences. That's where that network of young pharmacists becomes so important. Uh, but the opportunities will increase dramatically, I believe, in pharmacy in the coming decade. Uh, so that um, there will be there will be more um, uh, more varied opportunity. Um, I I look um, optimistically to the day when. Um, there will be opportunities for a purely professional services pharmacist to be employed within every pharmacist, and they are fully engaged providing primary healthcare services within that pharmacy. So there is some. It is a time of great opportunity. Keep your options open, and don't be afraid to uh, to change or to try another discipline within pharmacy if you don't feel satisfied. Thank you. Thank you very much, Paul, for. Um, this enlightening conversation. I'm really grateful to have you uh, in this podcast and to hear in all of your experiences. I hope this will be very useful to our listeners, especially the new generation of pharmacists. And we hope we'll see a better change for pharmacy profession and advancements worldwide. My pleasure, Hamza, and all the very best to your listeners.